Hello everyone, welcome to the Plug-in India Electric Vehicle Podcast, our weekly show on the happenings in the Indian electric vehicle scene. My name is Abhishek, I'm the host at Plug-in India and I've been associated with Plug-in India since 2015 and with me is my friend Kamle, the editor-in-chief of the Plug-in India platform. We also have Farah, the producer of the podcast. This is episode 3 of the Plug-in India Electric Vehicle Weekly Podcast from Pluto and back. So, Kamlesh, what's happening at Plug-in India? This is Diwali week at uh, Plug-in India. Not much is happening. Uh, but we did uh, visit dealer of Sahara, Evolves, uh, electric scooter dealer. And uh, we're impressed by his uh, service attitude. So, there's a video coming up in our YouTube channel soon. So, guys, do check it out. Yeah, Kamlesh, it's Diwali week. So, I guess that's why the EV industry has slowed down. But I'm sure things will pick up next week. There's still some stuff that we can talk about this week. And uh, for example, there's Pure EV's new high-speed electric scooter and uh, batteries charging equipment. So let's dig in. This episode of the Plug in India podcast is brought to you by our awesome Patreon and YouTube members. For as little as just $1 a month, you can contribute to the work of Plug in India and help keep the channel independent. Once you are a member, you get access to our Discord server where you can interact with the Plugin India team members on a daily basis. So, go to www.patreon.com slash pluginindia or click on the join button on our YouTube channel. Moving on to the first news item, Pure EV has launched the eTrans Neo. A power electric scooter. We all know Pure EV. They, we feature it a lot on our channel. It's a Hyderabad-based electric vehicle and battery startup company. It recently unveiled this new high-speed power electric scooter called the E-Trans Neo. It will be available at dealers starting December 2020. And Pure EV is also planning a large manufacturing facility in 2021 to meet the anticipated growth in the electric scooter and battery market. So awesome, Abhishek. Very good to see the Pure EV team launching new models, changing the perceptions of electric scooters. So what we learned is that the E-Trans Neo will have the same battery as the Proto 7G and will have a showroom price of 75999 which is pretty affordable. You have electric scooters now which are on par with you know, in terms of price and performance with petrol scooters. Very good to see here. Uh, the powertrain and the performance will be similar to the Proto 7G is just what they said. Uh, the body parts, chassis performance will also be on par with ice-based petrol scooters. So here are some features of the e-trans Neo. It'll have a 2.5 kilowatt hour portable pure lithium battery, 90 kilometers range expected in mode 3, 60 kilometers per hour top speed. It'll have a 4-inch LCD dashboard. Also, it'll have 30 Newton meters of torque at 570 RPM. This The E-Trans Neo will also have a disc and a rear drum brake, which is which is pretty normal in most electric scooters. Um, yeah. Also, the weight is pretty interesting. It is 78 kg uh, the, is the weight of the scooter. And compare that to the Aether, uh, which is 110 kg uh, scooter. So... Yeah. It's pretty lightweight. We all know that Pure EV makes their own lithium batteries in the Hyderabad factory. And they're offering a warranty of 3 years or 40,000 kilometers. So it'll take 3 hours to fully charge your yeah. uh, e-trans Neo battery. And uh, this battery is very similar to what we saw with the 7G. That and the 4-inch LCD dashboard, which uh, I think is quite cool rather than having an analog dashboard. Something similar to Aether, Pure EV is not resting on the laurels of the uh, e-proto 7G. It is uh, upping the game. Right. It's quite not uh, similar to the touchscreen display of the Aether, but it's an LCD display. It's better than the LED display they had in the Pluto. We'll see more improvements in the software and uh, displays too. Yeah. To give you some more information, Pure EV is setting up a new 2 lakh square feet manufacturing plant. Uh, it's going to be commissioned in 2021 to meet the anticipated growth in the electric scooter and battery market. Yeah. So, Pure EV 
offers two high power electric scooters the e pluto 7g and the e trans neo and it offers the low power e pluto economy and the e trans plus al- along with the e trans neo moped and it offers the e trans plus electric bike so that's cool abhishek so purity seems to have uh, uh, different options catering to multiple needs in the market so very interesting to see all their models coming uh, both you and i visited their factory back in october 2019 and they have come a long way since uh, then and we also met rohit padera the founder and chief executive officer of purity and he said that you know the the trans neo uh, has better aerodynamic features and has additional improvements in power powertrain efficiency uh, he also said that the vehicle has faster pickup and offers a longer range it is basically ma- launched mainly to target youngsters and he also said that we are targeting sales of 10000 units of this model in the first year alone looks like uh, this is going to be a very popular uh, model for purity All right, Kamlesh. What is your take on the Etrans Neo? We spoke to the Pure EV team, and they said that the Etrans Neo is a, is a surprise from Pure EV to the Indian EV market. So they have been working <laughs> this under wraps. They sent us some images of the Etrans Neo, and I was like, "Is it the Etrans Plus, the low-speed scooter which launched a few months back?" And they were like, "No, this is a new one." I was like, "Wow, okay, good, great." So <laughs> this shows that the team is, you know, focusing on uh, offering more and more options and. Uh, and that's good for the industry anyway the battery engineering of the team is fantastic they work on their own bms they work on their own uh, thermals of the battery with these models and with purevis batteries i think this they this company is definitely uh, the one to watch out for and i i feel confident that they can achieve 10000 units of this model as uh, rohit said i'm so happy that for once there's some pleasant news from uh, pleasant surprise from a electric startup instead of the unpleasant surprises we are used to from legacy automakers uh, offering electric vehicles in india pure lithium battery is seems to be standardized across the four models the etrans plus and the e pluto have the same 1.8 kilowatt hour battery the etrans neo and the e pluto 7g have the same 2.5 kilowatt hour battery pure ev is having two battery packs in production and they're serving four different models so that's actually a good thing dealers will not have to stock uh, four separate uh, battery packs so they'll have to just stock uh, two battery packs so dealers will be happy and also customers uh, can also help each other in case of breakdown or during battery swaps i can put a i can use a neo battery on my 7g or i can use a, a pluto battery on uh, etrans plus so this is a good uh, observation and also i think a good model for uh, by the pure ev teams where to go one thing i noticed is the design right the design seems pretty appealing so what yeah. is your take on that yeah i really love the design the old uh, e pluto look like uh, look very much like the vespa and this one does not look like any scooter that i've seen it kind of reminds me a bit of uh, of a shark which is similarly has sharp lines and triangles everywhere it looks rugged and masculine but at the same time it's very finessed it has no rough edges so there is a kind of uh, uh, softness there as well Uh, uh, together the overall feeling should uh, you would think that it would seem jumbled but actually it see- looks very appealing i really really like the look of this scooter cited by pure ev's rapid progress in the electric scooter market we've uh, we've met them we've met the team and we really like them and we wish them the best of luck and we look forward to what they are going to come up with next moving on to the second news item so battery that's b a t colon r e uh, the jaipur based electric scooter manufacturer has unveiled a new product uh, electric electric vehicle charging equipment the equipment will allow any business to install simple charge points at premises which will ensure that all electric vehicles get to charge in a simple and uh, completely non fussy manner and allow businesses to offer and monetize ev charging services so great abhishek the battery 
recharge charging equipment seems to be a very simple and inexpensive solution for business owners shops and parking yeah. areas to offer ev charging to ev owners right so apparently battery will be selling the equipment at a cost of rupees 3000 which is pretty affordable there is also an option of an lcd led signage the business can actually do some advertising there apparently there is also a variant without that option and that is a cheap even more cheaper variant at rupees 2400 interesting pretty inexpensive and uh, it will solve a need keeping the cost low is very very important i i think th- this is similar to when businesses in the 90s even small mom and pop shops used to offer scd and isd calling facility uh, it was a way for, uh, for them to earn more money it also made convenient for us to pop into the nearest shop in order to make an international call or a, a long distance call in the pre mobile phone era uh, it kind of normalized uh, std isd calling before mobile phones took over something similar is possible uh, in the ev charging sec with these kinds of inexpensive solution very apt analogy abhishek so we actually spoke to the battery team and they said that the equipment has the following features uh, you install it in a 15 amp socket and then uh, this equipment will uh, check for earthing uh, they also have an mcb switch for safety right. to cut off in case there's a spike uh, so there's some sort of safety here it's not just a simple socket and then they also said that there's an energy meter so when you as an ev owner go and plug in there so you can actually see how many units you have consumed and uh, so just get an idea it's a three pin socket they're not gone for any fancy connectors uh, so you get your charging cable and then connect it to this and you can charge your ev the main thing about this solution is that they have a connectivity via bluetooth uh, using an app uh, via the app you can actually find the nearest charge battery charger and you know, navigate to that to the location track the time taken to charge and also make payment via upi it's all very seamlessly integrated nowadays everybody is using uh, uh, qr codes and upi to pay for everything so this is going to be just another convenient feature uh, i'll also like to mention that any business owner can purchase and set up the e- the cv charging station using the app the business owner can set the hourly cost for ev charging for people who want to charge they just have to follow four very simple steps download the battery app locate the recharge station scan the qr code pay using upi and start charging the workflow seems very simple uh, i like that uh, the battery team plans to set up 500 recharge equipments in multiple locations span india we also learned that the service comes with uh, a monthly fee after march 2021 so there will be a small monthly fee uh, charge to the business around 25 paisa per hour they have not yet decided the rate but until march 21 21 it's free so uh, i think there is this is essentially to cover their uh, server costs so this but it's a pretty nominal uh, fee i guess it's not be problem welcome lesh what do you think about uh, battery's new electric charging equipment offering uh, the battery team keeps surprising us with the kind of tech features in their products uh, if you observe recently we did this uh, battery gypsy electric scooter test report with our atul ji and myself we tested their sc- uh, scooters and that's what yeah. had a lot of uh, interesting tech features so uh, even though it's a low speed scooter i mean battery is focusing on technology that's important very interesting and that technology is actually coming from their partnership with a bengaluru based startup called revos so okay. revos uh, is they are essentially offering a technology platform to all these electric scooter companies where basically uh, they offer smart ai based and iot solutions they also offer vehicle control and, and analytics and visualization etc this partnership with revos is ensuring that battery is you know being very tech focused and offering very cutting edge tech features and this app on charging is also is also part of that yeah kamlesh simple charging solution of the kind that battery is providing i think is much needed for india most of the ac charging equipment sold in india is expensive a lot of it is imported it has expensive meters power management uh, technology software and safety features traditional ev acs do have their place in the market for the larger population we need an inexpensive solution i think this is a very good solution for small businesses 
who want to offer an EV charging service at their premises but cannot afford to pay for a really expensive EVSE. We congratulate the battery team for this cool and affordable EV charging solution. All right, moving on to the next news item, Pune, uh, which is rapidly becoming an EV and EV hub and electric cycle hub, has another company, an electric cycle startup this time called E Motor Ad, which has launched India's first electric cycle with dual suspension, and the price for the new e cycle starts at. Fifty thousand rupee. This is called the Move Way X, which is the flagship electric cycle from E Motorrad. Yeah, the battery can take you up to forty-five kilometers in throttle mode and seventy kilometers in pedal assist mode. The cells used are Samsung cells, and the e-bike is fitted with twenty-one speed gear. So the company plans to launch three more products by December. Pune has uh, at least uh, three or four electric cycle startups. So one is E-Addict, which I have, right. has been doing very well in the market for past three years. And then you have this uh, new startup called Felidae. Who they're making their own controllers, Miro Motor, launching kits and electric cycles soon. So and then now we have this startup. There's no. Dual suspension electric cycle in the Indian market. The specs are also pretty interesting. You have a 661 al- aluminium alloy frame. You have a front suspension fork, which is normal, and then you have a, a Shimano 21 speed gear and disc brakes in both tires. A display is LCD, which is typical in uh, most e-bikes in India. And most e-bikes are, ha- are 36 volt uh, systems. And the motor is mounted in the rear wheel. Uh, and the battery seems pretty large at 10.4 ah, 36 volts. Uh, and the weight is 21 kgs. Yeah, I think these are really great specs. I like the fact that they have an aluminium alloy because e-cycles can get really heavy with metal alloys. One more thing I'd like to add to the specs you mentioned is that the warranty is a one-year warranty on the battery, two years on the motor, and five years on the frame. So, Kamlesh, what do you think about uh, this cycle? So, this is the first uh, e-bike which has full suspension, uh, both on the rear and the front. So, we've never, never, we've not had this in the market. So, very interesting to see um, a full suspension e-bike soaks up most of the jarring bumps you would otherwise be sent to your body so this actually can help reduce fatigue which in turn can allow you to ride faster longer and with greater comfort so however most e-bikes sold in india as i said are hardtails which are lighter and more efficient during pedaling so ultimately it's a trade off you want more efficiency or you want uh, to be more comfortable so now you know people have options it has a kind of large battery pack 10.4 ah is kind of large most e-bikes have a 8.8 ah battery um, so okay. it will give you it will assuredly give you good range uh, more than 50 60 kilometers when pedal assist uh, one in, even in spite of it being having an aluminum frame the weight is slightly disappointing 21 kg is slightly heavy i would i'm still waiting for an e-bike with 21 speed gears which will weigh around 15 16 kg that will be like awesome so but nevertheless this is a great uh, offering from uh, e-motorrad what do you think about the design of shade design the color scheme it's quite nice the design No, for me, function is more important. But yeah, definitely, this looks much better than uh, many e-bikes we've seen in the market. So let's hope these e-bike companies take uh, uh, take this as a challenge and reduce the weight further. So ultimately, weight reduction is it's, it's not it's not that important if you're commuting. But uh, ultimately, if you're going on slightly long long rides on like I do on weekends, every gram is important, as Atulji says. All in all, pretty decent offering. I really like this. Uh, okay. Let's see. Hope we see more uh, models and options from this company. Okay. So the final news item. Uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the UK has announced that all petrol and diesel cars in the UK will be banned from 2030 onwards. To elaborate, new cars and vans that are powered wholly by petrol and diesel will not be sold in the UK from 2030. Hybrids may still be allowed. Uh, this is all part of what Mr. Johnson calls a green industrial revolution to tackle climate change and create jobs in industries such as nuclear energy. Just imagine that. You are in 2020, and there are ice manufacturers. All the ice car manufacturers are not launching dirty, polluting cars and two wheelers. Just imagine that scenario if that happens. Huh? So 
it's pretty impressive that uh, UK is going ahead with this pretty aggressive uh, move. And uh, this is not being seen even in countries like USA, where the lobbies are still pretty strong. And, you know, Trump, the current president of the USA, who's going to leave, hopefully, is uh, <laughs> calling the Green New Deal as a socialist program. So, you know, a- anything that is that is good for the people is labeled as socialist in the USA. Or communist. But it looks like a communist, yeah, whatever. So, but in the US, in the U- UK, there uh, looks like, uh, and in Europe, they seem to be more progressive towards doing the right things. And also in India, I think uh, this government is pretty aggressive with uh, green tar- energy targets and electric vehicles. All in all, the world is moving towards electric vehicles and very good to see, very interesting to see, Abhishek. Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. And if we look at uh, Boris Johnson's career, we know that this is not unprecedented for him. He advocated our very own Reva, which is called the G-Wiz in Europe. He advocated its use 12 years ago because of how green it was. And how much it saved petrol and oil. Uh, this is not at all surprising coming from him. What is surprising is the ambition, the 10-year deadline. It shows that he is committed to doing this. He's not He's not given a vague deadline like 2050 or something. And I find that really admirable. Exactly. I mean, tw- uh, those deadlines of 2040, 2045, 2030, 50 is just to mill political Too points. Big. But Too yeah, if, if they can pull it off, it'll be awesome for the planet. We should point out that implementing this plan will not be without its challenges. First of all, uh, critics say that the amount of money allocated to the plan, which has 10 points, is far too small. It's only 4 billion pounds and uh, they're not sure if this can, if that much money will be enough. Uh, the to- In fact, the total amount of money that's been announced, a 25th of the projected 100 billion pound cost of the high-speed rail plan for the UK called the HS2. What do you think about that, company? I agree. So, I think this will get, this plan will get refined in, in time. So, but uh, uh, I, I, there's a 1.3 billion investment in electric vehicle charging stations that's announced. Uh, there are some experts who are saying that, that even that is not enough because like many people in the UK uh, park on the roads and uh, imagine uh, setting up a charge point in the curbs of all roads. So, that's a pretty interesting challenge, but I think it's possible. And the main thing is... Uh, getting these car companies to launch more electric cars and less uh, gas guzzling cars. So that that will also be a very big positive. Uh, in spite of the challenges, I think it's uh, 10 years is, is pretty ample time for all these car companies and also infrastructure, EV infrastructure, charging station infrastructure companies to, you know, get ready. So basically what you're saying is that the owners should be on OEMs as well, not just on the government. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the government's plan is actually quite ambitious. Uh, it's not all about electric vehicles only. They want to have an offshore... Uh, power supply, wind to power. They want to use hydrogen to heat homes instead of using natural gas. They also want to push nuclear power as a clean energy source. So no one can say that this government is pushing for one thing and is against another thing. They are pushing hydrogen and they are pushing nuclear. We should avoid falling into this trap of calling them biased towards other uh, clean energy sources. They are, they are definitely technology agnostic. And they also want to push cycling and walking, which would make them unpopular even among EV manufacturers. I would say this is a realistic plan. I I quite like where the government is going with this. We'll see how much support they get in parliament to get these bills passed. Seeing what happened with the Green New Deal in the US Congress was devastating. To avoid something similar, there has to be a strong push uh, and all the parties need to come together in a bipartisan effort to pass the, uh, legislation regarding this plan. We look forward to see how the story develops over here. If, so if the UK does it, then many countries in Europe will start uh, thinking about you know moving their targets, dates ahead. Right. And it will actually become a domino effect for many, many countries looking to clean up their grids, clean up the vehicles. Very, very positive. Huge news. Petrol and diesel vehicles will soon be antique pieces and look forward to that day. All right. With this, we come to the end of this week's show. 
And uh, let's take some questions from uh, Farah. So Farah, what do you have for us? This week, we have comments from last week's episode. Uh, Johnson from Plugin Karu says, Lot of people are pissed off about Aether's price. But here are his points. Aether is the best electric scooter in the world. The best will always cost more, he says. We should be lucky that we have an opportunity to buy it where the Americans and the Europeans don't have an option to buy such cool scooters. He asks, are there any companies giving over-the-air updates in India? How many other companies are installing charging stations? Aether is an Indian company, so people who are shouting China down should at least agree to buy Indian. Above all, Aether was the first company to dream of a proper electric scooter. Aether will easily sell 30,000 units in the next financial year. So what are your thoughts, Kamlesh and Abhishek? Yeah, he's raised a lot of good points. Like, I, I, I totally agree with him. Like, we have not seen such an electric scooter in any global market. So the kind of the performance and then the technology integration they've done, Aether, I totally agree that it could be the best electric scooter in the world. So that's that's something we have to be incredibly, incredibly proud of, uh, that an Indian team has really created something world-class. And uh, I totally agree with other other points. Like, no other company is actually offering over-the-air updates that improve the drivetrain for users. No other company is actually installing charge charge points around cities. So all and uh, all in all, totally agree, Johnson. Plug in, Karu. Uh, we appreciate your comments all the time. We read your comments on the YouTube uh, on our YouTube videos, and uh, you you write with a lot of passion. And I totally agree with you. Yeah, I agree with all of Kamlesh's points. The only thing I want to add is that. Uh... Uh, I guess a lot of the, I guess the reason a lot of people get pissed off with Aether is often they're not transparent enough. They should they should stop acting like a typical corporate uh, company and instead be more open to soliciting people's opinions during the development process. So, guys, we also have counter comments. One of which is from Sai Prayastha. He says the only reason why I went for the e Pluto 7G, which is from Pure EV, is the price of Aether because petrol scooters cost eighty thousand rupees and Aether one point five lakh rupees. So you have to save eighty thousand on petrol cost, which is almost a long term goal. Meanwhile, the Pure EV e Pluto 7G is just ninety thousand rupees, and no worries about the capital spent. Agree. We agree that. Uh... Uh, E-Proto 7G uh, and some other models from companies like Battery and Ampere are uh, pretty uh, offer offer a fantastic value, uh, and most uh, and not most people don't look for perf- top-notch performance. Most people don't want Google Maps on their uh, scooters. You know, most people can use their phones. So many people think that you know this the Aether uh, seems to be over-engineered for uh, normal scooter usage. So I, I can see where they're coming from also. So an E-Proto 7G is fantastic. So thanks, Sai Prasya, for writing that comment. And uh, uh, we agree with you as well. Aether is basically Tesla. And uh, the, the E-Proto is basically Nissan Leaf or the Chevy Bolt. So one is for regular <laughs> people. <laughs> one is for regular exactly. people and one is for people who are affluent. So Kausar uh, Bari Sadriwala also commented, even I bought the Ampere Magnus Pro and I'm happy for making a small participation and keep in keeping the environment clean. Yeah, great, Kosar. Thank you so much for buying the Ampere Magnus Pro. And we hope you, you have a fantastic experience with the two. Thanks for listening to the Plugin India Electric Vehicle Podcast. You can find transcripts for each episode on our website. Plugin India is an EV advocacy group and a social enterprise 
dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in India. You can write to us at support at pluginindia.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We are self-owned and not a part of any large media organization. If you want to support our work, why not become a Patreon supporter or a YouTube channel member? It helps in paying our staff and bandwidth. You can also support the show for free. Write a review or recommend us to your friends and family. Every little bit helps. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening and happy Diwali.